It's just a great opportunity. You know, obviously, this is a very exciting time in this organization and in this franchise. And, you know, to get out there on Sunday at FedEx Field in front of a sold-out crowd, it's just it's a dream come true. Uh, it's exciting for us players to, to walk in and see that support. And this has been a buzz all offseason about this team. And I think, to be honest, it only really matters if you come out and, and you win. Um, and that's our objective going against a Cardinals team who's going to come in and give us their best. So we're looking forward to the challenge. And I know the, the crowd is really going to give us a lot of energy. And uh, I can't wait to hear uh, the starting intros to hear how everybody's all hyped. Sam Howell, Terry McLaurin, ready for the season, as are we. On the D.C. Sports Huddle, I am Rob Woodfork alongside George Wallace, who, of course, is the beat reporter for the Commanders, and Dave Preston, who, I'm going to say it, man, I am proud that you are an AP Top 25 voter now for college football. Thank you. Thank you very much. And, uh, you know, he's been doing it for basketball for years. Uh, Football, he does all the great work on WTOP.com, and it's about time he gets rewarded for it it's they're they're completely the new fan bases that i get to uh annoy and yeah, irritate he gets to hear and become persona non grata the reward that. is me complimenting him yeah. on this podcast yeah the I mean, reward is think, hearing from the fans yeah yes. i don't think there's anything monetary attached to it um today we're going to talk about uh week one the excitement building around the commander's season uh i've probably added to that uh we're going to make some season predictions and then um i'm going to get to some of the um, NFL preview, uh, which you can read on WTOP.com. I had some interesting predictions that um, folks in Baltimore and Washington specifically are going to probably appreciate. But uh, we'll start with week one. And uh, Washington is playing the Arizona Cardinals. They're seven-point favorites as of this recording. I think that's, uh, Dave, the second-highest odds. Yeah, yes. I, I believe, what, Ravens, Ravens are, are a 10-point yeah. favorite over Houston this yeah, week. Yeah, exactly. So Washington, very highly favored. And of course, why not? Because the Cardinals are tanking. They don't want to win, obviously. And I should be clear, we're talking about organizationally. The difference between the organization trying to win and the team trying to win, obviously, is not the same they want to be in position to get uh caleb williams the local product who is uh, the presumptive number one overall pick but let's keep it to the field on sunday george has been at practice all week uh looks like uh chase young and uh terry mclaurin are going to play those are the two big question marks how are we looking going into week one yeah, I mean, Terry said that he started feeling great on monday and he was while the team was off he was at the facility working. He said he wouldn't be out there if he didn't think he could be at himself. Now, the teammates, which I believe Terry's, it's going to be a lot to keep Terry out of a game, though. Terry's, a, you know, he's a baller. Yeah. Chase Young says he's ready to go. He's just waiting for the final doctor Zoom visit to uh, clear him, but he says he feels 100% fine. And uh, I mean, look, people come back in games after having Stingers, you know, suffering again. They'll come back in the same game. So I imagine this was. He suffered the stinger in the one possession they played in the mm-hmm. opener, and he's like, I'm just done, you know, <laughs> preseason. That's probably not true, all of it. But I think they didn't want to rush it back. Like he said, you got to be very cautious with it, especially with him with the injury concerns anyway. Do you think that maybe it's a – there's this – I don't want to call it a conspiracy theory because, I mean, it is plausible scenario, but do you think they were holding him out because he might be trade bait? Yes. Really? Huh? I think that's possible. I think if they had gotten what they wanted and at the draft, he'd be traded. Wow, mm-hmm. that's what I kind of know. Like I've heard a lot yeah. of Pittsburgh talk because of that. Well, the that, Tomlin, yeah, comment. the Tomlin yeah. comment uh, yeah. before their preseason game. You yeah. know, I'd love to have a guy like you, but I don't want to suck hard enough to be able to right, pick you. To pick you, right? Well, I mean, they could probably get what like a third round pick for him. I mean, yeah. he hasn't done much in the league 
I mean, no, he was defensive been, rookie of the year. Like, I get that, but that was three years ago now. I yeah, I think I don't. You know, it's hard to know what's going to happen this year, but I don't know in what scenario he's back next year. The thing is, I think he'll be on the roster up until the trade deadline. If Washington is out of it, if things go sideways, and this year you mean? Yeah, this year. year? Yeah, if they don't live up to expectations and they become sellers at the trade deadline, I think he's at the top of the list of guys. Yeah, somebody that needs that position. Yeah, yeah. But he said he's ready to play this week. And look, he could ball out. He could have a great year. Who knows? But, you know, it's just hard. Everything that's happened up to this point. Now, Jack Del Rio did say today on Wednesday that he came back in the best shape that he's been in since his rookie year. Yeah. Not Jack. Oh. Chase. Oh. Um, <laughs> Both of them. So, yeah. Uh, so I who was going to say that yeah. would be impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Look, they need the defense needs to, you know, the offense is going to be a work in progress, which is no doubt. There's nothing surprising about that. But no. the defense needs to be good. I mean, these guys need to stop the run. They didn't They didn't address the linebacker position a lot because you put a lot up to the guys up front. Well, you need to stop the run. You need to get after Dobbs, yeah. the Arizona quarterback. you got to make him miserable on Sunday. Have they named him the starter yet? No, but I think Adam Schefter said he is. And then, Ooh, game's been shipped. Yeah, you know, then, if uh, you're the Cardinals and you're doing this, it's like, really? I mean, Honestly, do you think it's a— uh, I think it's a clown move. I think it's yeah. just, really, what are you it's trying a, so it's to do? it's not an advantage to yeah. just not name the quarterback until Thursday. I think it's lame. I think it, you know, you're playing a team that finished last in its division last year. If you— And neither option is good. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> right. You're, you're, you're toast thing. either Clayton way. Clayton Toon is yeah. a rookie who— And we all thought it was going to be Cole McCoy. That would have been fun. brainer and they cut him. He probably would have, yeah. Anyway, he coaches, I ain't telling you anything. And then Schefter yeah. goes out and says that it's going to be better, <laughs> which is hilarious. It's, I mean, it's. You probably got the news sh- from the coast. And right. while right. you look at different franchises over the years, the, the Cardinals have been a hot mess from time to time under different regimes. Bill, the Bidwell family uh, has not been one of the better ownership groups <laughs> in the last, what, 60 years? Yeah. They moved from Chicago to St. Louis, St. Louis to Arizona. They, uh, they, they've botched draft picks, you know, as well. They're, they're sort of a, a Washington West, or at least the last 20 years, oh, as it were. And I mean, That's it's the company they keep though. I mean, pretty much. Yeah. And so Washington should be able to get a decent pass rush, you know, on whomever, you know, is back there playing quarterback. I'm curious as to seeing how will there be a regression to the mean from last year's defense because they led the NFL in uh, getting off the field on third down. They were a top five t- a defense in total yards. It, it will that come? Will that swing back towards the middle of this season? Because you, you every year is a different season. You're not starting from where you finished last year. You're starting from where you're starting right now. Right. And will this unit be able to play together? The linebackers, that's a concern. One linebackers. Exactly. And while <laughs> right. that's, but yeah. the, they but only the kept way four on the roster. That is negligent. Which the way is really the salary, hard to believe because yeah. they are line like they, Del Rio yeah. and, and Ron played the position. Yes. The way the game is played in twenty twenty three though, you need a pass rush. You need guys who can you, you who can cover need receivers. Seven so events. if you're going to go scrawny on your roster, it's going to be with your linebacking core. So you're going to see a lot of you know two, maybe even one guy you know in there from time to time. But you need better play from those guys this season than you did last yeah, year. Yeah, I agree, thousand percent. Tanking. How do we feel about that? Because the Cardinals are obviously tanking. I mean, you cut Colt McCoy. He was the only quarterback of any real record on that roster, and that tells you about your roster. If I'm Caleb Williams, I refuse to play for that team. 
I'm either going back to school, and this is in your wheelhouse, Dave, because it's college. Well, his dad said it. Yeah. Yeah, his, yeah. yeah. He can get NIL money, but right. I could easily see thing, him pulling live... a John Elway or an Eli Manning where, 000%. okay, I'll go first overall, but I'm yeah. not playing for the Colts. Right. I'm not playing for the uh, Chargers because you guys have shown us over the last five years that mm-hmm. you're a hot mess. And I think you look at the Colts of 1982, the uh, Chargers of 2004, both were organizations that you're like, this is not going to happen. And you know, a a quarterback with great upside, with great ability, like Eli, like Elway, they were able to call their own shots. And I'll point out that uh, Caleb Williams makes 2.6 million on NIL. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's uh, somewhere in the top five. I don't think it's the top, but it's in the top five for college players. Uh, I think he'll be good if he just sits out a season and re-enters the draft if that's what it comes to. Dion's kid now. What's he at? Three points? First of all, he's Dion's kid. He yeah. doesn't need that money. No, but he's money. but he's, what are you want? You want him? You want him though. as your quarterback here? If Sam Howell doesn't work out, oh, that'd be something. Here's the thing. But then you'd get I, Dion too on some well, level. No, and Dion. Well, and Dion. And Dion. And, and where I wonder if the burgundy jersey or the burgundy uh, suit, the suit still it still, still fits, fits oh. from when he signed here. Uh, I, I wasn't planning to talk about this today, but I mean, Caleb Williams to Washington, if Sam Howell doesn't work out, if I'm Washington, package whatever you need to do to move up in the draft. Because the other the other underrated thing is the Cardinals might be picking one, too. They have Houston's pick <laughs> this year. Yeah. So they could uh, be picking one, too. So wow. they so they could be in a position where, like, we could still get a quarterback since this quarterback doesn't want to play for us. And again, we're not reporting that he won't play for them. But no. I mean, why would he? They want have to? a quarterback. Who? Kyler Murray. They're not going to stick with him. I'd be surprised if they don't put him on. Think he plays at all? I don't think he plays at all this year. That's what I'm saying. I think they put him on injured reserve. He's not going to be ready until like November. No, at least, yeah. So I think they put him on injured reserve. They stash him because it helps them continue to lose. Sure. And you can trade him to the Raiders or whoever's going to need a quarterback of that ilk. What about here? Does the league do <laughs> does the league do anything? Does the league take any steps towards Arizona if things get really really bad as far as it becomes I mean, increasingly we, apparent uh, where a team is just, yeah. you know, packing it in because the NFL sells itself as a league where on any given Sunday, yeah. uh, where every game is competitive in theory and where there's such parity, so many teams are in uh, you know, playoff contention going into the final weeks of the season. And yes, you're going to have some outliers. You're going to have a team that due to injuries and whatnot, uh, right. you know, the year that uh, Washington was really bad, the final season under Jay Gruden, they weren't tanking. They were just really this bad, bad. Right. but it looks like, you yeah. know, when, when it looks like a team like Arizona, who's not too far removed from making the playoffs just yeah, two years, two ago, years ago, ago and had a seemingly a quarterback of the future. When you see them making this move to hit the reset button, yeah, as uh, does Roger Goodell step in? Do other owners who kind of have him not in their pockets, but kind of have their arms around him as far as hey, nudge, right. nudge? Did they do something to? Because what you're doing is you're really messing with the product because yeah. the NFL is th- it, it, it's 32 different restaurants that they serve, you know, consistency of of quality play, and even if it's not the best. You're, there's at least the image and the idea that everyone is striving to make the playoffs. Yeah. And if the, the Cardinals the don't is, do it, then when does the head guy come down? The fact of the matter is they're not the first to do it. So if 
No. They didn't do it when the Browns did it or the Texans or any, any of these teams that have done it in the past. I don't think they're going to do anything about it now. The only thing you could do is maybe shift the uh, draft into a uh, lottery system NBA like the style. NBA right. has. Yeah. But I, I, I don't – to me, that's not – like the worst team should get the first pick. Yeah, see, I'm on that train too. Yeah, yeah. So I don't like the lottery, I, right? I don't like and it's like I get you don't, you don't I, mind. I, I get that it? it doesn't disincentivize tanking, but right. like, but then there's a team that really does suck, like uh, the Colts that one year when the, uh, Peyton Manning was out right. for the season. Right, like they just sucked, and everybody was hurt. Right, and uh, you know that was a team that deserved the number right. one pick for that year. The one thing I do like about the lottery and other sports and it's in baseball too has adopted that and you know and it does safeguard against a team so brazenly trying yeah. to lose uh, like the Houston team way back when that lost 68 games and they were just trying yeah. to lose to get Akeem Olajuwon. You'll still see teams underperform maybe the last couple of weeks of the season. <laughs> hey, we saw the, what, what the Eagles do a few years ago and helped deliver a division title to Washington. But it, 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 it's a tiny guardrail that that prevents teams completely going off the, the edge. Yeah. All right, so for Sunday, I don't think any of us are taking Arizona for the upset, right? I mean, You can't – anybody – anybody – look. And I'm going to say this. <clears throat> any given Sunday, fine, except this Sunday. Except <laughs> – <laughs> You should fire Ron Rivera on the field. It's like, a, don't even let him leave the field. Like Herm Edwards, that, that's worse Herm, than Navy. At least Herm, they let uh, you fire you know, him. The guy Herm get to the Edwards style. If oh. they lose that game, like, don't even let him back in the locker room. Yeah, I mean, you can't because you're year four of your program. Right. You have you a have defense. to beat the teams at this point in your life. You have to beat the teams you should you, beat and beat handily. Yes. Now, I don't know if. And that's I, the other thing. You better win this by at least 10 points. Here's the crazy at thing. At least I don't 10 know points. If they, if they don't, don't it's they... the same old burgundy and gold. Exactly. And you've got a fan base who's really, you know, the sellout this Sunday. Uh, there's renewed optimism in this team that if the other guy was still in charge, there wouldn't be. Yep. Uh, there's renewed. Uh, there, so there's. they cover? There, I think they <laughs> do. No, they're going to beat the spread. Yeah. Uh, I have them winning in a blowout, actually. I, I think... got them winning 20, 27 to 4. I forgot about I forgot Sam Howell the, gets sacked and the the I new guy, J- Jamison Crowder is back uh, returning punts uh, mishandles ones. So. Um, uh, this is Ron Rivera year four. Jonathan Gannon, rookie head coach, inheriting what is the second worst scoring defense from a year ago. JJ Watt is retired. Isaiah Simmons is traded. Uh, Josh Dobbs or Clayton Toon at quarterback. Fifty-five to thirteen. Oh wow. wow. 55 to 13, all three phases of the game score. I see him calling off the dogs in the second half. I see it being like 24 What have you guys nothing watched nothing and the him last just doing 10 years. What have you watched to think that this team's going to blow out anybody? I uh, 27 to 4. That's kind of I'm saying they should. I'm saying they should. Well, they Arizona's should that not. bad. Maybe it's just because you're tainted. I'm tainted. But yes, should they? <laughs> Should they? Yes. Should they win this game by three touchdowns? 100%. Yeah. I could even see them shutting out this team. They should shut them out. I put 13 as like they score a garbage time touchdown once they have called off the dogs. I got the but, two safeties, so but the this offense is, doesn't. <laughs> so I'll, uh, this, this is a good segue. Actually, you guys, oh, you did give your game predictions. Um, I didn't is, give my game prediction. What did you say? You, were, I didn't, you didn't ask me for my game no, prediction. You said, no, you said the score, right? Nope. He said 27 to 4. 
Yeah, you said 55-13. Yeah. What do Nobody you say, asked George? George, George what does First George pick? First of all, it's an open-ended pick? question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what does George pick? I've got two thoughts. Okay. A, it's going to be like a 17-0 okay. or like a 24-20, and I'm scared that it's going to be the latter. Okay. I can see that. All right, so that goes into the season prediction then because I actually picked them in the um, NFL preview. I think – Washington is going to win the division. And I alluded to this in last week's episode. Is it because Washington's good or the rest of the division falls to earth? Okay, so I'll address the rest of the division first. I think Philadelphia is going to have a little bit of a Super Bowl hangover. So maybe they don't have the gaudy one-loss record. I still have them winning a playoff game, which I'll get to in a minute. Right. But – um I still think they make the playoffs. I still think they're a good football team. And if they won 11, 12 games, like, I wouldn't be. I picked them to go 9-8. and eight. Okay. So I think there's going to be a little bit of a lull. And the other aspect of it is the NFC East plays a really difficult schedule. You've got the AFC East on your docket, and that is, for my money, the second best division in football behind the AFC North. So you're going to have to see Aaron Rodgers and the Jets – you're going to have to see uh, the Buffalo Bills, who have ruled that division for years. Uh, your Patriots are going to be a tough out, even if they're probably the last It's not mine. Team. It's Sully from Southie. Yeah. <laughs> We've never been seen in the same place at the same time. But um, And the Dolphins. I mean, Tua. That's, yeah, yeah. Tua's if, guy, if, if, if Tua's Tua healthy, can stay, yes, exactly. Healthy, that's the big that's caveat. That's a really good right. football team with a lot of speed on the edges that most teams can't combat. So, anyways, I think – the AFC East is going to feast on the NFC East, even though, again, this is a very good, very competitive division. But um, I don't think the Eagles are going to have a gaudy one-loss record. I think the Cowboys just always find a way to shoot the Cowboys in the foot. Right. The tried-and-true method for accurately handicapping the Cowboys is to look at their talent level, assess whether, oh, this looks like a 12-win team, and then subtract two wins yeah. off that. And that's usually where they reside. I have them and, going nine and eight as well. And you know what the crying shame is with the Cowboys is that you know they are the most popular team in the NFL, despite being a hot mess uh, for the last twenty five years. Uh, Chris Collinsworth, uh, NBC's mm-hmm. uh, analyst, says, "Hey, man, if we could get the Cowboys on every week, we would because that would boost <laughs> our numbers." And it's a shame that that's the case. It's a shame that, and this ties in. There, there are lots of reasons why we don't need to to get into it here. But it, it, it's a shame that is it a statement about America that where we are as a country where the most mediocre team in the NFL <laughs> over the last 25 years, they haven't won a championship. They haven't even played for a championship. They haven't even played for a chance to play for a championship <laughs> in the 25 years since 1996. Yeah. And so I think, is it a statement about America that that is the most popular well, team? Well, here's the thing. I think the whole America's team is overplayed. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're not going to delve too far into this. But no. like that was something that was billed in the 70s. And I think it's technically true in the sense that, yes, if you put the Cowboys on television, people will watch it. But – I think in terms of national following, I think the Steelers are ahead of them. Packers, I think, are up there, too. Patriots, because they were successful recently. Exactly. So any of those teams that have had championship success or had dynasties for a spell, you know, those are teams that are going to generate a lot of eyes. So, so yeah. So I think the Cowboys are going to basically take the Cowboys out of the running. 
I'm still trying to figure out what the hell they were doing uh, trading for the kid in San Francisco. Trey Lance, um, Trey Jerry Lance. the GM. Jerry yeah. the GM's on yeah, it. Crazy yeah. like a I, yeah. crazy guy. It's like you have a quarterback. <laughs> Why would you undermine that? It's yeah. it smacks of uh, Brad Johnson and uh, Jeff you George back in the day. And the Giants, I think they're due for a course correction because I don't think they were as good as their record said last year because Daniel Jones, like, he's okay. Right. But I don't think – like, they, I, I would – and just not – looking at their schedule in front of me, but I would venture a guess that he's going to face quarterbacks better than him in at least nine games this season. Who are you talking about? Daniel Jones. Oh. So guys who can stand up and continue to run right. and not yeah. trip. Right. I'm not saying the rest of the division, you know, tanks or whatever, but I think Washington goes 10 and seven and, you know, they win a couple games that maybe people didn't think they would. Um, I think Sam Howell plays, I said this in our uh, our little prediction videos. I think Sam Howell is the second coming of Kirk Cousins in that he's going to put up numbers, but it's not necessarily going to lead you to a 12-win season. Like, he's going to play well, or, or his numbers are going to look good, but it's not necessarily going to translate in the one-loss column. I think the defense is good, but... You know, offensively, I think they're going to – it's going to be some ebbs and flows. There's going to be some games where they look really good and they put 40 on somebody. Obviously, I predicted them to put 55 on the Cardinals, not all offense, but a substantial amount of that. And 10-7 um, and seven in my predictions is good for the two seed in oh, the wow. NFC. Because the NFC, there's a little bit of a discrepancy, right? So the NFC is not as good as the AFC. A lot of the talent went to the AFC – and I think the AFC, you're going to see some bigger records. Uh, actually, in my predictions, three teams in the AFC finish with records above 500 but don't make the playoffs. And the NFC, the 11-6 and 6 49ers are good enough to get the one seed, even with that record. Kyle Washington, Shanahan. Washington is the two seed at 10-7. and seven. You know what's funny about San Fran? I don't know. I, and as I, much as I hate to say it, Seattle could may win that division. They could. Look, Seattle's sneaky good. I know. That's the thing, I hate, the thing with, it, as Pete Carroll drives me crazy. The thing yeah. with the NFL, too, is yes, uh, as Bill Parcells always just say, you are what your record is. And while that is accurate, it is such a snapshot league as opposed to hockey or basketball or baseball where you have 162 pixels or 82 pixels, uh, you know, defining, you know, your how you look and what have you. 17, it's it's almost 17 snapshots yeah. where the quality of team can go from year to year where you can play better, but because of your schedule, because of injuries, yes. you might have a weaker record. I think, you know, Rob, you're, you're spot on with the the uh, course correction, as it were, for the Giants, mm -hmm. uh, course correction for the Eagles, course correction for the Cowboys. I see a course correction for Washington as they go back to their seven-win treadmill, seven, nine, and one. Uh, under uh, Ron Rivera, tie. seven nine and one this year. Did Is that a record this? for you? No, no, no. Sometimes I've had them tie just once. <laughs> really? Seven nine and one. Yeah. Uh, just real quick. The, so with with my prediction, there's a couple of pieces to it that sort of boost that a little bit, and we haven't seen them have a home field advantage in ever. Not at FedEx Field. No. And right. so I think with new ownership, I think with having a good football team, I think with people starting to show up, and I think. You know, seeing this Cardinals game, I think will give us right. sort of a snapshot of what is to come. But I think 
this is going to be the first time in years they have a legitimate home field advantage, and I think they take advantage of that. I have them going six and two at home, and that's part of why they end up with a better one loss record they because they've to? always been like a hundred. Uh, I, don't, I don't even remember. I didn't have that Buffalo. I didn't have that pulled up. I actually have them beaten Buffalo. The Bears. Um, I think Thursday Buffalo. Night? I think Buffalo kind of comes down to earth. So what here. do you have? Starting three and zero. I actually do. Gosh, and yeah. what uh, was it? Uh, so seven it's the touchdowns. Of the season. There's always seven... a lull with Ron Rivera. Team. Yeah, okay. There's always yeah. a lull. See, I, I see. And plus, I, that I, end of season stretch is yes. brutal. I think they go over the six and a half wins. I don't know about okay. ten. I see. I I got oh, seven. They'll definitely go over seven, six nine and one. They'll definitely go. Over I think six they'll beat that. Yeah, they're and plus the thirteen hundred aspect... to win the division. That's not bad. I would take a no. flyer on that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you guys do the betting ads. I'll defer to you. But uh, <laughs> Chase Young and Montez Sweat, both in contract years. At least one of them balls out. And yeah. we've seen that in the past. It's gonna be and number, plus, number and plus here's the other thing. Something crazy always happens in the NFL. Somebody goes from worst to first. Somebody <clears> gets <throat> a lot of breaks. Every year, yeah. When was the last time Washington <clears throat> got all the breaks? Well, never. It has been well, well I mean twenty twelve. Not since ninety twelve. Twenty twelve they ran yeah, they, they yeah, got but even then that was just part of the season. Yeah. Right? Like, they started 3-6. Yeah, six. they finished strong. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I think this season, again, they'll have a lull because, you know, Ron Rivera's a good coach. I don't think he's a great coach. And that 15-1 and one season in Carolina mm. looks like such an outlier. So I think they'll be good. I think they take a necessary step. I think, obviously, the two seed is puts you in really good position. Mm. Um, based on what I predicted, they would play Seattle in the first round. I have them beating Seattle. So I haven't winning a playoff game. No but, knees get uh, crumpled on the turf I this mean, time. They don't, Everybody's, they don't have that guy. The, the quarterback leaves healthy. <laughs> so, no, no, no muffs that aren't. Yeah. Uh, right. Seattle's so, been a tough yeah. burr in the side of the playoff, Burgundy and Gold. Yeah, yeah this but that century. was the first road playoff yeah. game they had won in franchise history, right. and they've gone on to win a couple more uh, since then. But Ron Rivera's kind of due to get Pete Carroll. I mean, Pete Carroll's had his number for most of their careers. And so um, he's a little – he's due. Washington is due. I think they're going to win a playoff game. And then in the second round, they'll lose to the Eagles, even though the Eagles are the lower seed. Wouldn't that is be that, fun is that, for the crowd? I mean, that would be yeah. a good season for them, right? Yeah. I mean, that would be the best season they've had in 17 years, 18 years. Haven't won a playoff so game So then what do you do so with the head coach if he has that season? I still move on. Yeah. I still move I, on. And here's another thing. We've talked about this off air, me and George. I think they may make a play for Sean McVay after this season. So we're talking about that, and what? So that came up yesterday. What would you have to give up for him, though? Picks? Oh yeah, you you, you, you probably would first rounder. You probably would because the other thing someone said That's to me, they think McVeigh, they think McVeigh and the Rams may be tanking as well. Oh yeah, they've traded away dudes. I mean, they only have three players from the Super Bowl. Yeah, three. So I think if if McVeigh had walked away after whatever two years ago. Sat out a season. And then with a real owner here last year, I would have made that move 100% of the time. If there were a real owner here to make a coaching change. Yeah. But that's all in the past. So you think Rivera makes it through the season. I still, I'd say there's a 95% chance Ron is not coaching this team next year, regardless of how right. the season ends. He can win how do you Super think the season ends? He also, thinks he can win the Super Bowl and go, yeah, what do you have? <laughs> he does say stuff like that. Yeah, give him my ring. Yeah. <laughs> What he says to you have, George? ESPN, and I would too. Look, I mean, all jokes aside, I would, I would give him a ring because he did. Like this organization was in disarray when he mm -hmm. came in. Yeah. So he oh, really, yeah, 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 yeah. he really steadied the ship. He laid the foundation for this team to plausibly get an upgraded coach, and maybe if necessary, an upgraded quarterback. Yeah. 
And he did set the table for them. So, yeah, I, I absolutely agree with that. But he's not a Super Bowl winning player. I think at the end of the season, Ron takes a senior role in the front office Yeah, somehow. And depending on how the offense goes, it's Eric's show. If It's going to be a hard sell if the offense doesn't hum. You think they're going to hand the keys to Eric? Bieber? I do. Oh. But with saying that, assuming the offense is yeah, yeah, yeah. competent, I'm not saying it's going to be a hard sell to fans because, look, we don't know about Eric Bannerman. He's going to call plays for the first time. Mm-hmm. Andy Reid, you know, he got a lot of credit in Kansas City, but Andy Reid did a lot of – I mean, it was Andy Reid's show. Mm-hmm. So this is different. I think the way he, Eric Bannerman comes across is probably one of the main reasons after being around him this summer why he hasn't gotten a job. Mm-hmm. But the offense is fun to watch. We'll see. I think if the offense rolls – and I still think – so to answer your question, I think they're going to go over the six and a half. I don't think they win more than eight, nine games. I know it's a cop-out mm-hmm. in the middle, but, right. I mean, that's just kind of where it is, the schedule. I mean, that's always where they are, I know. so it's not a cop-out. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. But it's like it's no, bold, if you're the it's no bold prediction. Yeah. Bold a, prediction is Sam is Howell's going to start 16 yeah. games. I think he starts yeah. the entire season. I don't think you see Jacoby Brissett. I agree with that. I agree with I that. Think I if, think you see Jacoby Brissett maybe in garbage time. I think they'll yeah. blow out a couple people. I don't think like, he I gets think benched for ineffectiveness. Right. Correct. I right. agree with you. I agree with you. Or gets hurt. Yeah. I agree. So, yeah, so I think that you're right around 8-9, and I think you just missed the playoffs. And then next year, a lot of things are different. If they how they get to the eight and nine wins is going to be the the key, the question on how they, what they do with the enemy going forward. Yeah, I mean, you know, Josh Harris said all, all the right things. He's got the no Rivera. They want to see what he, you know, they they've talked to players and uh, coaches and what you need, and you want to kind of get the ball rolling here. But he said all the right things about evaluating. You can't make you can't make any decisions on him now, and he can't you can't expect Harris to come out and say Ron's our guy over the next three or four years. You can't. I mean, he's no, got to. He, he needs to assess. He needs he the needs year the to assess. Thing. And everybody and, and knows quite that. Quite frankly, I think they're going to control Alt Delete on this. I mean, I think they're going to start over. And that's, so, I know, that's what and, I'm saying. And, and I think that that decision is already made. They just don't yes. know who they're going to pivot to because if they're so, waiting on. I think they're waiting. Well, waiting. They're not going to do anything now anyway. Yes. But I still think the Beanie thing is a big question mark. Yeah. Because if he shows, look, he's running the off, he's running the show right now. Yeah, he's running inside the building. Yeah. So if he shows that he can, that this offense is competent and it's playing well, and you're losing some freak games here and there, and the D whatever, then you give him a shot. Yeah. But I think next year is another is a control lead to your point. The only question mark is what what is is the enemy is the big question mark for me. Yeah. I think inside that building, you're going to see everybody's going to get blown out. I mean, not everybody, but right. you're going to see a big turnover. Yeah, including so- the present. Yeah, that's entirely possible. I think it's I think it's very possible that yeah, yeah. and you can't and, and and if you're look, you pay six billion dollars, you can do what you want. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right? Yeah, barring a, an incredible run, Correct. and yeah. this team has Even done nothing over the run. last five years yeah. to make us think. Yeah, they're going to the Super Bowl this year. Right. Or. They're getting to the right. conference championship game, even. I mean, even with an incredible yeah. run. I mean, if what it's I his said, right, it's his team. If, if what I said comes to fruition, they win ten games, yeah. they win a playoff game, lose in the second round. Mm-hmm. That's not a reason to keep Ron Rivera. Like they've made it very clear, they brought Magic John. They've been trotting Magic Johnson out of practice on Wednesday and uh, throughout this whole process. That means a champion. Everything he touches turns to gold. Correct. So it's just like. Getting to the second round of the playoffs, like the Wizards might print T-shirts for that. They're not doing that in Burgundy and Gold, okay? So championships, plural, that's the standard that they're trying to implement. So getting but to the I, second round of the playoffs ain't going to save your job, Ron Rivera. But winning a play—I don't know—winning a playoff game I gives him a chance. It gives him a chance, but I don't think like it's a 
life preserve. Because here's the other aspect. I think of Ron's it. done too. By the way, I think the absence of winning a playoff game definitely. Yes, that makes you know, it. Yes, hundred percent. There's no that way. And then if he wins, ugh, it but gives you I don't, pause. The, right. it, it, we have to figure out the circumstances. But what if what if what if Howell? What if Ron picks who's picked Howell? He picked Howell. What if Sam goes nuts? The season has a great year, and then you just miss the playoffs. Does that? Give Harris a chance. Say, you know what? Let's run it back because your quarterback's playing well. Nope. I wouldn't. I, I agree with you. I'm I wouldn't. Just, I agree with you. I'm just, saying, I'm just throwing his, out the scenarios. His contract. Because it's no, not It's not just do you keep him. Mm, yeah. You would have him in the last year of his contract in 24. Right. So it's either you extend him or you do the <laughs> you do the Kirk Cousins thing where right. it's just like, oh, show me one more time. Right. And then, right. you know, whatever the franchise tag equivalent is with a coach. Right. But – um. Yeah, I think he's done. I mean, the only thing that would save his job to me is if they win a Super Bowl. And then he may he may just want to walk away at that point. I mean, that's true, too. I still think if the Bears suck, I think Ron Rivera's in play for that job. He could. Because they're if due for it. a sort of uh, back yeah. to the future because they haven't been, mm-hmm. I mean, for the most part. I mean, they had the one year where Ron was the defensive coordinator right. when they made the Super Bowl. Right. But – for the most part, that franchise has been lost since Ditka walked away. So mm-hmm. he's a clear tie to yep. Ditka in the glory years he played on the 85 Bears. And I still think he has love for that organization. And I think that's the one team that I could see him landing with. Because he's in his 60s. I mean, for yeah. him to walk away now would be completely plausible. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's had the he's had the, the health scare. He's yeah. had to do everything for this team and be the face for the last three years. Yeah. I, and that's what I'm saying. I think maybe it's taken his toll on him and he's going to if he gets this point and he, you know, and Sam does become this, he brought in the enemy. He's like, okay, you've I've set set yeah. you up. Right. All right. See see? Yeah, I can see it. Well, yeah. I can see it. Fine. All right. Definitely. We've Definitely. already we, we've solved all their problems. Um, can we go now? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dan, wait, what's the worst division in football this year? The worst division? Oh, Is it the NFC, NFC South? South. South. Yeah. It's NFC always South. one of the Souths. It's better. It's, it's, yeah. it's actually both of the Souths. Yes. Yeah. AFC. Yeah, right. AFC South is terrible. Right. It's Jacksonville in three bums. And who's going to win the NFC? You got the Saints, Falcons, Panthers. I picked the Panthers to win it. Did you? With a rookie quarterback. A, wow. No, here's the thing. They're set up very nicely with Frank Reich, the former Terp. Yes. He's put together a really good staff. The infrastructure is in place for a really good quarterback prospect to thrive. Mm-hmm. And I so I think he's going to play well. There's some questions. He, like their receivers are really banged up. Their offense, like he took a hellacious yeah. beating in the preseason. Yeah. So that offensive line has some questions. But nine and eight is good enough to win that division in yeah. my book. I don't understand why people are high on the Saints. Why are people making the Saints I, the front runner in that division? Just because, I don't, maybe, right. I don't know. Der- because Der- of what history? I because have no of idea. Derek Carr? Right. I mean, Derek Carr was right. a winning quarterback twice in nine years. With the Raiders, twice, twice in nine. So years. he's not going to be the that's guy. Not very who good, looks right? at, no, that's no. not very good. And they were seven and ten last year. <laughs> in a division filled with blind men, the one-eyed yeah, guy yeah, is right. king. Thank you. you know, it's unbelievable. But um, do you have uh, Super Bowl predictions? I picked the Ravens over the 49ers. Oh gosh! So gotcha. I have the Ravens winning that division. Yeah, I, I I think over the Bengals. I don't know the Bengals are. I. I think, well, about that, any, I think the Joe Burrow injury is a factor. I agree. Any one of those teams could win that division. The Steelers, too. Yeah. Right. I'm I have the Steelers winning 12 games. Right. I'm high on the Steelers. I have the Steelers falling in the Super Bowl, too. Wow. Gosh. Um, he has them in the Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, I've got them in the Super Bowl. I didn't even Bowl. go that far. I know. Well, you know, when you make stuff on the fly. <laughs> <laughs> 
Gosh, I've 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 got them. I've got He's them got losing. To the I've got them losing to Philadelphia. A Keystone got, Super Bowl. I've got in I've Las got Vegas. the I've got the Eagles putting things together. This is by no means a flawless season, right? But you look, especially with 17 games now. You had we we talk about Detroit's playing in the opener this year against Kansas City. And they won eight of ten down the stretch. Still missed the playoffs because they were so god awful at the beginning of the year. So the season takes several different uh, lives, basically. And I see the Eagles playing well enough to make the postseason. I see the rest of the NFC East not playing well enough to impede them on their way to the playoffs. And as we've mentioned, the AFC is loaded this year as opposed to the NFC. And I think that there are fewer obstacles for a team like Philly and uh, Jalen Hurts that knows how to win. And I see them putting the lessons together. They, they were this close to beating and maybe even blowing out Kansas City last year in the Super Bowl. And I see them coming back with uh, a mission to get it done this year. I just don't see Nick Sirianni as a Super Bowl winning coach. I don't, know. I, I don't buy it. I kind of see I, I, I leaning towards a Super Bowl rematch. Really? KC, yeah. I have a hard time betting against KC if Mahomes is healthy. Which, which do. streak do we think I don't is going to end I first? don't think Buffalo Buffalo's not going to do it. Well, go ahead. No, which streak do we think is going to end first? The – NFC East back to back champion yeah, or back to back Super Bowl champion streak because both streaks are go back to 2004. Both could end this year too. Right. So that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, which one do we think will end first? Well, if I have not, the Eagles Simon, winning the division. Yeah. So I, I in my so mind, think I they think they're doing it. Okay. And then I just, I, I don't know. If Mahomes is playing, I just have a hard time betting against them. Right. I do. I, the Burrow, like, I think the Burrow thing is bigger than it is. And the Bills, I just don't. I had him going third in the AFC the East. Yeah. I think the Bills' window maybe for whatever reason, right, yeah. closed because they it's tough to the just being able to do what they did a few years ago. I think it's tough to reheat a souffle. And you're the- and you're sort of <laughs> you're sort of seeing like they've lost some key players. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tremaine Edmonds lo- uh, left in free agency. They're losing some of the key right. pieces that have helped them yeah. to the top of that division for three straight years. Mm-hmm. I think, and I think the pressure of having to get over the top is going to be too much. And Josh Allen, sneaky, is like he turns the ball over a lot. Like I have the stat in my NFL right. preview. Like he's not good at protecting the football, and for whatever reason, he's been kind of let off the hook in terms of like the media coverage around him. So yeah, I think they're you know again in the toughest division in football, arguably. I think that's going to be. I didn't. I did not check out your AFC East preview. How does Aaron Rodgers do with the Jets? I picked them to win the division. I, so I, I got the right. Dolphins. I Dolphins. The, Jets. Bills. And I have. And I have the Dolphins. Like the, the Dolphins, you always have to factor in yeah. the caveat if yeah, yeah, Tua is yeah. healthy. Right, if right, Tua right. even sits out four games, yeah, like that's going to allow the Jets to kind of pull ahead of them. I see a wicked awesome season for the team from Foxborough. They're going to finish oh, last. I, I have them last. I, I have a hard time seeing them over 500. I really do. And Washington owes them a curb stomping, too, because, look, you remember the 2007, oh, so. the, the year they went undefeated? Was it 55-7? 52-7. Oh, 52, yeah. 52-7. Yeah. Gibbs, yeah. They, yep. They owe them. They haven't beat the Patriots since 2003. You remember who was coach? Uh, that was Spurrier. the old ball Steve coach. Spurrier that was the dro- last guy to beat the Patriots. That dropped the Pats to two and two. Uh, Washington and, and they and Washington <laughs> went. Uh, that was the year I think Washington went started three and one. Yeah, and then they had a chance to beat Philly on the road. Maybe. 
They missed on a two-point conversion. They went 5-11. and 11. Not, not very good. Too good. Not they, very won, good. they won two games after that. <laughs> that's crazy. So, that's why we play the games. Uh, college. Yeah, some big college, stuff this some weekend. Big stuff coming up. Yeah, week two, uh, Maryland plays in primetime against a Charlotte team that they should be able to beat uh, as the 49ers are rebuilding. I think the game By that the way, everyone— how does that game primetime? I'm just curious. How, NBC how we, <laughs> is now a, a partner with the Big Ten. That's and true. They, that's right. I think right, they're trying to get— Every school on except in primetime, except Rutgers, oh, and that makes sense. Oh gosh, that's they're Sorry, a tough Rutgers, watch. Nebraska is a tougher a... watch too. Yeah, if you see them. Yeah. So Maryland gets an opportunity this uh, Saturday night to showcase their program, showcase the stadium, what have you. I think the game that I think a lot of us are going to be watching this Saturday is going to be in Charlottesville. Virginia plays yeah, James first, Madison, first home game, first home game yeah. since uh, they ended their season last November after the three players were shot. And I think you know, we all root and cover different teams and stuff like that. But at least for part of Saturday, I think all of us will be Cavaliers, mm-hmm. you know, at, at some level, just because it's a chance for a community to heal, a chance for a, a young, a, a team of young men who, you know, no matter what your upbringing, you nothing prepares you for something right. yeah. like what happened last. There'll be a November. lot of emotion for sure. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, and they get and they get a very tough James Madison that's a tough team. Game too. Dukes yeah. are favored yeah. in that contest. Uh, so that's a that's a noon game. Same case with Virginia Tech, who could be sneaky good this season. They play a Purdue team that's not that good. Lost to Fresno State. Uh, they have a chance to pile up some wins before they meet the teeth of their ACC schedule. Did you vote Deion Sanders, Colorado? I had them at number 19. 19. Had them at number 19 this week. Look at this guy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so proud of him. I'm going to pinch his cheeks after this. How many, this is a whole other thing. How many years do you give Deion at Colorado before he's on to the next thing? Two? Two to three. I think maybe an NFL team comes sniffing. I think he'll surprise some people. I think he'll stay four. Okay. Yeah. Or do you think an NFL team, or no, does, he go to, does he go to a team that needs help? Maybe. Like a, well, I, I wouldn't be like surprised. Like a Texas A&M, Jimbo Fisher? Yes. I, I wouldn't be surprised to see Auburn, because they eat their young. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they eat their own coaches. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised to see Auburn blow things up after two years and say, Dion, we were wrong two years ago. Right. As but even though they're currently probably paying seven former coaches at the time. Yeah. I they'd would blow say, it up and bring them in. The, the thing about Dion, I could see – I could see him doing well for two years. Then a bunch of people start to offer him, like some of the bigger, like the Power Five conferences, right. even the NFL starts offering him stuff. He re-ups for bigger money at Colorado and then takes the money somewhere else. Uh, I could see that's how Dion would play That's that how he way. rolls. Yeah, that is how he rolls. Looking forward to an incredible season, and right here on the D.C. Sports Huddle, We'll be taking fans every step of the way, not just locally, but looking at the league in general. Look, he's closing. We have fan. We got to take fans' questions too. Oh, uh, we should do that. That would be like really as fun. we leave the studio. And then we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> then we'll what do see. you think? What do you think? And we'll see how many people do listen on our way back yeah, to will. our chairs. We will find out. Right uh, in. Call fun in. episode as always on the DC Sports Huddle. Just this week. Signing off. Rob Woodfork alongside George Wallace, Dave Preston, ready to break the huddle.